If we say a miracle means God will do what I want in this situation, right. we're going to be disappointed right. Yeah, right. a lot. Yeah. But if we say, God, whatever transformation you want to bring into being in this situation, I say yes to yeah. it. Yeah. Like that, it's powerful. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends. We are doing a special series about what is on our playlist. What are our favorite songs that are speaking to us? And this week... Jennifer is going to share about a song that's speaking to her. So Jennifer, kick us off. Tell us about your song. All right. So I have been listening to on repeat, A Miracle in the Works by Brian and Katie Torwalt. And I am telling you, this has been so powerful. And I'm one of those people that music really speaks to me. And it's something that just shifts the atmosphere when we're listening to praise songs and worship and I just felt like this was one of those weak moments in my life where I was like, where are you, God? And then when I listened to this and I was like, there's a miracle in the making, there's a miracle in the works. And I, I'm longing for that, but I actually feel it happening through each stage of surrender and looking to him. So it's been really powerful. So Jennifer, have there been other seasons in your life where you have needed a miracle and you've seen one happen? Yeah. And I think that sometimes we are looking for a miracle, like the bigger picture, but I think sometimes the miracle is the transformation that God does in our hearts through struggles, through um, pain. And so there have been situations recently that feel completely hopeless, but I know that that's not true because I've seen God meet me in every place of pain and show me his purpose in all of it. And it's never about us. So when I started listening to this song, it speaks about like the dry bones started shaking. I could literally see and remember the story in the Bible and Ezekiel about the dry bones coming to life and the power of words, you know, where he said, speak over these dry bones. And I was like, okay, how I think and speak over my circumstances matter. And I need to look hopefully for that miracle and just wait for it because it's coming. And sometimes it might not be this big thing, but it's those little moments in my life that show me he's still God and he's still in control. Yeah. You know, Jennifer, I was recently studying the story of Simon Peter in the boat when Jesus asked him to throw out the net. And, you know, sometimes I feel like that when we're studying scripture, we look at them as just like stories, like these are real people. Mm -hmm. And so Simon Peter's in a place where, number one, he's looking for provision and he's exhausted. Like he's done all that he knows to do. He's used all of his earthly knowledge that he has ever had. And Jesus says to him throughout your net, it's troublesome for a lot of reasons. One is he knows what he knows. He sees what he sees, right? But more so, if he throws out this net, this big old net, 
he's going to have to clean it again. And it wasn't an easy job. So there were all kinds of reasons to say to Jesus, nah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm good. I, it is what it is. And so I was studying that one day and I thought, what if he hadn't thrown out that net? What if he had pulled out a smaller one and said, okay, I'm just going to throw out this small net. You know, I don't have to clean it so much. I'll appease Jesus and maybe I'll catch a fish. But he obeyed. And so recently I've been praying and I have felt the Lord saying to me, Susie, bring a bigger net. Mm. Not because you're going to tell me what to put in it, but bring a bigger net because I'm a big God. So one day I was praying over a family member. And I was praying over, it was one of my children, and I was just praying. I was praying, God, you know, and I sensed that, again, Susie, bring a bigger net. Mm. When you're talking with me, says, bring a bigger net. And what it did is all of a sudden, that net became the miracle in the waiting. Mm -hmm. It became whatever it is, God, you see what I can't see. You see below those dark waters. Mm -hmm. You see all the prayers that I've prayed. You see. My scope of knowledge, I see what I see, I know what I know, but you see what I don't. You know what I don't. And so when I hear this song, I feel that that instruction, that gentle, loving voice saying, bring a bigger net. Mm -hmm. When you're with me, when you talk to me about that, bring a bigger net. Now, this is the deal. The miracle may not look like what we think it should or what we have asked God to do. It doesn't make it any less a miracle because God sees what we don't see. He knows what we don't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in this um, song, it's talking about revivals happening in the church. But I really felt strongly that God was saying, like, no, like, that you are the church. Right. This is happening in you as an individual. Yeah. So like you were talking about the net, like throwing it out. And I just thought, goodness, like I have great faith, but there's moments where we don't, right? Sure. And we're like, where is it at? Sure. But it's like making that net bigger instead of like a little scooper, like, you know, in a fish tank <laughs> aquarium. But I think that there's moments where we think our situation, like that's all we can come up with. Yeah. And I don't think that that's ever but even that, like that still grabs things, right? right. They'll still catch things. Um, so I love that that wider net vision because that is really the heart of God, right? Right. To enlarge our territory, to expand um, beyond what we see and but beyond what we can do and look for him to do the, the heavy lifting, really. Yeah. Yeah. And Jennifer, you just totally redefined what a miracle means to me. Like- yeah. Oh, I love you know, because you said a miracle is a God empowered transformation. Yeah. And that's is. true in every miracle, right? If yeah. it's physical healing, but if it's yeah. having the peace you need inexplicably in the midst of an impossible situation, that's a God empowered transformation yeah. too. Yeah. And so I love that that's always what we're asking for. Mm-hmm. And that I think God promises to always say yes to. If we say a miracle means God will do what I want in this Mm -hmm. situation, we're going to be disappointed (laughs) a lot. Yeah. But if we say, God, whatever transformation you want to bring into being in this situation, I say yes to it. Like that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I had this moment with my youngest, Elise, and 
I just feel like sometimes God just really speaks through these little people. Actually, I know he does. And she looked at me and she grabbed my face and she said, you're my miracle. And I was like, oh, because that's how I've always felt about them, that they were a complete miracle. And I just felt this moment that that God was looking at us and saying, you know what? You're someone's miracle. So that made it a lot easier to kind of sink into to go, oh, my goodness, maybe I could be someone's answer. And right now, me waiting on him, that's my miracle. Yeah. You know, because that's taking the action out of my hands to just wait and for him to show me that next step. Right. Right. And the, and, and the bigger net as you're standing before him, Jennifer, is not saying do X and Y Mm-mm. and I'll follow you. It's I'm bringing a bigger net because you're a big God. Yeah. And maybe in this moment you're doing some type of transformation in me of trust mm-hmm. that is greater than I can even imagine. Yeah. Or maybe you're showing me what comfort looks like when I'm in loss. Yeah. You know? And so for me, the transformation as I started thinking, just imagining that bigger net, what happened in me is I took the the pressure off of me Mm -hmm. and I gently held that net open to him and said, listen, whatever you want to put in there, your ways are higher than mine. (laughs) You know, and that was a transformation Mm -hmm. in just my trust walk with him. Yeah. Yeah. And as I think about the different miracles Jesus performed throughout the gospels, you know, the other person's role was always just to yield, right? Yeah. And sometimes he gave him a little something to do, but the first step was just saying, "All right, I'm opening myself up to the work you want to do here." Yeah. And I'm not I'm realizing I can't do it myself that it isn't on me to make anything happen, but I'm here and I'm available and I'm willing. Yeah. Like that's freeing too, right? Because yeah, I think so many times when we're in a difficult circumstance, it feels like it's all up to us. And if we can just try hard enough, we can change things. Yeah. I mean, that's me. My default yep, mode is but, like, try harder, yep. you know? And but so we're taught that. Holly. Yeah, we are. We are taught that. We're taught if you pray harder, if you do this much more, if you, and, and I, I feel like that that puts all of the spotlight on our human selves instead of saying, listen, all you need to do is just lean in to a God who loves you and let him walk with you through this. Mm -hmm. You don't know where you're going to go. It's okay to ask. Absolutely. Ask for what you need. Share with God what you need, but also don't think that because you didn't do this or this or this, that somehow you didn't have faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, yeah. Suze. I so identify with what Holly has said about the try harder, do more mentality. And I think that that is what has been spoken over us. So how do we like untangle that while we're waiting on our miracle? Oh, my God. To stop trying harder. <laughs> like what the world? Yeah. Holly, this is something that you personally say that God kind of wired you in a specific way. How do you overcome that? Well, yesterday I was praying about a situation in my life where God is inviting me to dream bigger in some ways. And I started feeling pressure. Okay, if I'm going to get from A to B, which is where I feel like God wants me to go, I'm going to have to do this, 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 and this. And I just 
sense this inner voice saying, this is too big for you. Like Mm -hmm. you, there's no to-do list. There is no anything that can get you here. Only I can. And so I think the first step is saying, you know, I am not capable of miracles Mm Yeah, and saying, God, this is too big for me. Unless you come through, it's not going to happen. Yeah, And that, does that mean I'm not going to do the work? No, but it means I do it from a place of ultimately my role is obedience. God's role is results. And that is a shift I have to constantly make. If I live like results are my responsibility, I live weighed down and heavy. And if I say, nope, not my part of the equation, my part is obedience. How can I be faithful today? Then I can lean into the lightness of grace. That's beautiful. And God makes things happen that I never could. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a few days ago, and I hope it's okay to share this. If not, Carol will remove it. <laughs> um, I was praying for both you and Jennifer. Just mm-hmm. I had an hour, two-hour drive, and I had just started praying for both of you. And God showed me this beautiful image of you. Mm-hmm. And like I started crying because it was so beautiful. It was lighthearted and just joyful. And I pulled over <laughs> and I sent you a Voxer and just said, Hey, I just, man, I was praying for you. And this God just showed me this and it was so sweet and lighthearted and joyful. And honestly, I felt kind of weird sharing it with you <laughs> because it was so visual. And so, but I knew that this was not something that would just pop in my brain. And it's exactly what you just yeah, described. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And when I just said that, I was not thinking of that, but that totally is. And yeah. just that morning when you voxed me and had a conversation with a couple of friends about I was feeling at capacity in some ways. And my friend said, Holly, I have two questions for you. And she knows me well and loves me dearly. So it's coming from that place. But she said, what is truly yours to hold mm-hmm. and what is yours to let go of? Yeah. Wow. And it was again about what feels heavy in my life that I have taken on that God has never asked me to carry mm-hmm. and what is light and how do I embrace that? Yeah. And then you, that same day, a few hours later, voxed me and mm-hmm. said, that's what you'd seen when you were praying for me. So yeah, evidently God is inviting me to live in the lightness of grace. That feels like a miracle. Yeah. Cause I said, when I sent it to her, I said, I don't know if this is, I don't know what this is. I just know it's real. I don't know if this is how God sees you or if this is what God is inviting you to, or, but I just, I know what I saw. And mm. man, the thought of our Holly <laughs> just being lighthearted and before the Lord, just so free. It was like beautiful. Mm, I love know? that, Suze. Yeah. And thank you for praying that on my behalf. That yeah. But see, he showed it to me. Yeah. I was just praying for you. Yeah. You know, he showed me his heart over you. And I just thought, Yeah. And I think prayer is how we join in God's work, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned this on a previous episode, but this seems like a great time to mention again, that if we're not sure how to join God in his work through prayer, you have a new something wonderful that you are 
launching? I do. It's called Prayer Starters, um, Connecting with a God Who Loves You Like Crazy. It is a new KLRC podcast. It begins May 30th, and it is a a five-day-a-week, three- to four-minute invitation to just talk to God right where you are. So I hope you'll check that out at klrc.com. Yes, so good. So, Jennifer, I'd love to hear your answer to that question, too, because you're my fellow try harder. So yeah. what does that look like in your life? To not try harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that we think that the weight of the world, you know, especially for the people that we love, is on our shoulders. And I've done the hustle harder, try harder, pray harder, all of that. And I think I've missed him entirely in that. Mm-hmm. I find him in the stillness, in the quietness, in the playfulness, you know, and chasing joy, like something Susie's so good at. But I think that something that has really helped me is something my therapist has said is that's above your pay grade, sis. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm, I'm looking at my life and I'm looking at the worries and saying that's above my pay grade. But this is what I can do. Yeah. And that makes puts it in perspective because like we're not Jesus, you know. Right. But but we can like link arms and walk with the Holy Spirit and we can, you know, go through things, but it's not our job to fix it all. Right. You and that's know? that's why I think the balance in there is that we do have responsibilities. We do have things that we do. Right. It's when we go above our pay grade. Yes. It, it's when all of a sudden we're trying to be all the things and no one is capable of yeah. that. Yeah. I'm getting all teary-eyed, <laughs> which I don't. I'm not usually the one who cries, but it's just, because you're lighthearted. Well, I just I feel like God's saying my heart, and I feel like someone else needs to hear it too. You have carried so much for so long, and you've been so faithful, and I have seen it. And it is okay to set some things down. Yeah. Okay, now we're all. <laughs> That's so, beautiful. Yeah. So whoever is listening, that. That needs to hear that too. That's for you as well. Yeah. So, um, Jennifer, would you pray for us yes. um, about lightness and miracles and <laughs> all the things? All, all the, the things. things. Lord, we just come to you so grateful that you are so much bigger than our struggles, our the ways that we feel inadequate. God, you are the miracle maker. You're the way maker and God, you are working all things out for our good, even though sometimes we can't see it. So God, I speak and pray over the woman who is trying so hard to make everything work. And I pray that she would know in her heart that she is doing more than enough and that she can rest and hand these things over to you and like leave them there, lay them at your feet, and leave them there and trust that you've got it. You've got her. Got to speak over her worries, over her fears, over her anxieties. And I just ask you to be very big in her heart and in her vision and in her hopefulness that she would know that you are ordering every single step and that you're so pleased with her and you see her and you love her so much. She is your beloved daughter. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen.
Hey friends, I hope that you will come by our Facebook group sometime and hang out. It's more than small talk. We love hanging out with each other, but we love spending time with you too. Yeah, I feel like this episode has been a miracle in the making. (laughs) So thank you for joining us for that. Kleenex all around. (laughs) Amen. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.